Hey, before we get started, we just wanted to thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision podcast and ask you to help us out by telling us what you like about the show and how it can improve. One way to do that is by leaving us a review in iTunes. It takes just a few minutes, and we read each and every one. It also helps other people find out about the show. You can also just shoot us a quick email by using the link in the show notes. Thanks. Okay, here's the show. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Nathan. How are you? I'm great. You know, I've been thinking about three words lately. Oh, yeah? What are those? Self-discovery, self-empowerment, and self-awareness. Ah, yes. Those are three ways you can describe the work we do here at Leadership Vision with strengths. Our curriculum has been developed to offer teams and individuals the opportunity to take full advantage of what StrengthsFinder has to offer. This translates into the ability to better comprehend and articulate one's magic. Hello and welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast, where we share our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. My name is Nathan Freeberg. And I'm Sarah Schlipp-Riedel. And today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about what it means to defend your magic. If that seems a bit fluffy, consider this. Defending your magic means knowing who you are, celebrating the good and the bad, and in the face of an adversity or feeling challenged in what you know makes you unique, you feel strong and certain in defending your uniqueness. But before we do that, if you'd like more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. Sarah, this idea of defending your magic, it's a really interesting one to me. I'm not sure if you came up with it or where you found it, but why don't you tell me a little bit about what you mean when you talk about how StrengthsFinder enables us to defend our magic. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting how this concept came to me, this idea. Of all things, I was scrolling on Instagram. Instagram? Instagram. Mm -hmm, Instagram, okay. mm -hmm. And I came upon this picture uh, that had been taken by someone who I, account I follow, and it turned out that this this image was um, on the sidewalk in New York City. Someone had spray painted the words, protect your magic on the sidewalk. And I thought that that was a really lovely reminder. Um, and it's it's a pretty profound concept, you know, this idea of knowing who you are and in spite of all the things that challenge us um, to question who we are and, and who we seek um, to be in the world, um, protecting that, valuing yeah. that, really, and surrounding us uh, ourselves with people who do the same. And so uh, this came in a season where my magic was being... Assaulted? Assaulted. It was being it was being challenged. Yeah. Um, I was going to make a major life transition, and I believed it to be a very sound decision in in choosing that transition. And um, even people closest to me were were questioning the soundness of that decision. And so I, I felt very much like I had to hunker down and turn to those people who who believed in what I was going to be transitioning to and I really felt like in that season I did I have to I had to protect my magic a bit I think we're human and so we seek affirmation and approval from those around us and when we don't receive it it's tempting to waver in what we believe about ourselves 
We're recording this here in January of 2018, and many of us have just come out of the holiday season, which, in my experience, seems to elevate this temptation. Yeah, I think it totally does. I mean, all of that family time and maybe some old habits or patterns of thought, they can creep in and rob us of perhaps who we know ourselves to be. The great thing about having this conversation at this time of the year, or really any time of the year when you're listening to this, is it's when a lot of us are setting goals or making resolutions. There's tremendous hope and possibility for new beginnings in life and relationships in the new year. Absolutely. And our conversation today can be a reminder that when perhaps an interaction at home or in the workplace falls short of that hope and expectation, it can be profoundly more deflating. So sharing some reminders about how to defend your magic, I hope, will be helpful. The concept of a strengths-based defensive one's magic, it's not only interesting, Sarah, but I think it's critical. I mean, as we all, you know, face this new year and all that it has to throw at us. So, Sarah, in today's conversation, we're going to be talking about three ways that all of us can defend our magic. You know, the the three ideas, the first one of using your strengths lens to defend your magic, finding a buddy, which is a funny word, but we'll get into (laughs) that. And then finally, the third thing is investing in your own uh, self-discovery. And these are simple reminders about the importance of really your own, I think, health, Um, but they're so important. So let's dive in. Okay, so the first one, using your strengths lens. What's that? What's a strengths lens? How do we use a strengths lens? Tell us more. Absolutely. Once you've become acquainted with all 34 themes of strength and you've really committed to a strengths lifestyle, um, committed to seeing the world through this lens of strength, it's nearly impossible not to see them, not to see those strengths uh, of those that you interact with. I've described this ability like a permanent strengths contact lens. Leveraging and choosing to look through that lens may help you consider what you may not have seen before. For example, if you have a cousin that you see maybe once or twice a year and and he or she wants to compare notes on life's accomplishments since you've seen each other the last time, maybe they have the theme of competition. Perhaps this person seeks to inspire you by reflecting on how far you've come since you were together the year before. And, you know, maybe you're working um, on the office holiday party with a colleague and he or she seems unwavering about the event location. Consider who else she might be thinking of. If she has the strength of consistency, she may be thinking about whether your suggested location is accessible for all who will be invited to this party. Right. And of course, these are generalizations that we're using just for the sake of example. I mean, we certainly wouldn't want to place someone in a box and box them into this idea. But when using your strengths lens to interpret people's behavior, it, it can frame their actions in a more positive light and give you a positive point of connection. So the second tip here is to find a buddy. And I love this term, buddy. Uh, someone who can help remind you of your beauty and brilliance on the journey. What? Tell me about finding a buddy, Sarah. Absolutely. Well, we all need a buddy, right? We so, all need buddies. <laughs> so in finding your buddy, um, this is just a fun way of saying, you know, who in your life knows what you value, that you value a strengths-based approach? Uh, maybe this is a colleague, a sibling, a cousin, or, or your partner or spouse. 
Um, so when tension becomes present or communication breakdown occurs, who in your life will remind you of who you are and why you may be experiencing the situation uh, in a way that is unique to you? How can you leverage this person um, to move forward by uh, an awareness of your strengths? What does that mean? Say a little bit more about what you mean by leveraging your strengths to move forward. Yeah, just the recognition that, you know, our strengths are a reflection of our innate capacities, which means this is how we instinctually respond to stimuli. So a greater awareness about that, you know, meaning that how I interpret something is going to be unique to my person has been shaped by my life's experiences, right? Uh, And so having someone in our life to kind of hold us accountable in those interpretations, in those perceptions can be profoundly helpful. Sure. That's, yeah, that's great. And I, I, you know, I would encourage, I think we would encourage anyone listening this to sit down right now, or maybe after you're done, (laughs) um, uh, and make a list of 10 people, people who understand your strengths, either in an explicit way by using the language of StrengthsFinder, or perhaps more generally, and just ask them for feedback. Sometimes when we can't see the magic in our own strengths, it's helpful to call on these people, right? To remind us. But other times they can maybe help take the edge off of some of those rougher or less matured aspects of who we are. Okay, Sarah, so our last point here in learning how to leverage your magic is the idea of investing in your knowledge. And there are lots of great resources out there. Absolutely. You know, from reading strengths books and blogs, watching webinars about the 34 themes of strength, what, whatever it is. Um, what does it look like, though? And what are you talking about here for someone to really invest in their strengths knowledge? So, you know, we really want people to not only understand their strengths in a life-giving way, but also understand the strengths of other people, right? So it's not simply enough to take the assessment take the StrengthsFinder assessment and read the corresponding book um, that maybe resonates with you most um, in those initial stages of becoming acquainted with StrengthsFinder. We know that this uh, needs to be an ongoing uh, practice, just like anything else in life that we're passionate about or that we take seriously, um, whether that be you know participating in a sports-related event um, or activity, Um, whether it be we're involved in a community organization. You don't just show up and and learn what that organization is about. You keep coming back. You keep learning and um, creating community around those experiences. And so just like anything else, um, you have to continue to invest in your knowledge and deepening your understanding of StrengthsFinder for it to truly be a transformative experience for yourself and others. That's right. I mean, this is a constant journey, right? It's this constant process of learning who we are, refining it, like further understanding how these how these strengths show up in different contexts and in different environments. And, you know, when it comes to not only learning the language of strengths, that's a whole thing, but then then the behaviors mm-hmm. behind them. And, you know, I think it's important to note here that there's people who are, are coming to us that we get to interact with that are at all different stages of their journey. I mean, from the person who just took the assessment, got the results back for the very first time, mm-hmm. and they're Googling, you know, the strengths of belief, the strength of ideation, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. It can be really helpful for them to read just a different interpretation of what those mean. Um, yeah. You know, other other times there are people much further along on the journey who are 
done with all that. They've, you know, gobbled it all up. They've really uh, invested in that, and they're looking for something more. What's out there for them? Like, what's beyond the book, I guess? Well, there's a whole community of those individuals in the world who um, who are on board. They they believe in StrengthsFinder. They're sipping the Kool-Aid, as one might describe it, <laughs> right? They're in. They're in. And there are, you know, online forums, groups on LinkedIn, um, and I would encourage everyone to join and participate in those conversations. A couple of the things that we have to offer here at Leadership Vision to support folks at you know, whatever place they're at in that journey, as you've just described it. Um, one of the things that I love to share is about our online course. Um, we have an online offering that is meaningful for folks who are just beginning this exploration, as well as serve as a, a refresher for someone who's spent time with it over an extended period of time. Um, and even an individual who believes himself to be a savant, um, there is real value in this offering. Um, we also have um, our Strengths Communicator training. And this is a training that can meet the needs of anyone who is on the spectrum of this experience. So if you are a, a person who's just really into StrengthsFinder, um, maybe you're in a capacity where you have conversations with people on a regular basis, where you're helping to develop them, or you want to support and celebrate them, um, maybe in an HR capacity, maybe you're a leader of a team, uh, in any context or organization, Strengths Communicator training will be a really meaningful experience, right? As, as you seek to better understand your own strengths, as well as celebrate the strengths of those and defend the magic of those around you, um, as well as those who are, who are independent consultants who want to add this to their tool belt of creating meaningful experience for their clients um, and everyone in between. Right. So. And I, I just want to go back and, and kind of piggyback on what you said about, you know, part of a team or a group. I mean, I think it's also helpful when you do any sort of investment in, in your strengths and your strength knowledge, when you can do that as part of a group. You know, there's something that happens when you dive deeper into your strengths profile as part of some larger organization outside of just yourself. I think it enables others and yourself to just better appreciate and understand who you are. You know, earlier we talked about outside voices and about how sometimes they're not helpful. But when those outside voices are also speaking through a lens of strength, I mean, that can be profoundly helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, working in groups, taking this on as a collective can be highly catalytic. Absolutely. Um, going back just briefly to that online course uh, piece that I talked about, um, one of the specific offerings that I think can be really helpful, not just for individuals, but for groups, uh, because we do have groups from around the country who are taking that online course to around the world really truly truly together so imagine a team a department who are all going to participate in this online course platform um, to dive deeper into their strengths they're doing this around the same time um, at their own pace one of the options within that particular offering is a one-on-one -on -one conversation uh, with a leadership vision consultant that allows an individual to dive into a deeper understanding of the uniqueness of their five themes of strength. And our hope as consultants is that each individual leaves with a greater appreciation for their magic, that their strengths are expressed and lived out each day unique to them. There has never been, nor will there ever be anyone like you or I 
And the more acquainted we all become with our uniqueness, the more effective and powerful our life force will be. You know, there's a lot of influences in life that make each of us at times, I think, question who we are, Mm -hmm. how we operate, what we're capable of. Sometimes those we're closest to, they can be the worst offenders, right? It's definitely true. So in this next season of the year, protect your magic by holding tight to your strengths, surround yourself with those who will do the same, and consider sharing the gift of strengths to increase the number of people in your life who will honor and celebrate your magic and for whom you can do the same. Well said, well said. You know, at Leadership Vision, we always like to end on something practical. So Sarah and I are going to leave you with some homework, Uh, right? Yes, yes, let's do that. (laughs) Let's do that. So over the next week, answer the following questions. Number one, what does protecting your magic mean to you? Number two, who are the people in your life that are a hindrance to protecting your magic? This is tied into our second point from earlier about identifying those people who are assets when it comes to this. Finally, or number three, would any of these people benefit from learning more about how to invest in their own strengths? Yeah, I'm I'm guessing yes, lots of them would, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Sarah, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat and for sharing these things with us. Yeah, you're welcome, Nathan. And thank you for this amazing opportunity. Of course, of course. And thank you, the listener, for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. If you would like more resources about defending your magic, developing your strengths and the strengths of your team, or building a strengths-based environment in your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. I'm Nathan Freeberg. And I'm Sarah Schlippery-Dell. Thanks for listening. <laughs>